Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew, and we are psyched, psyched, psyched to talk about Pride today. It's June, it's June, it's June, it's June. Hey, Andrew. Hey, happy Pride Month, (laughs) Spring. Um, I live in Miami. You all know I live in Miami. We have our Pride in April because people would die if we had parades and people were outside getting dehydrated, marching around um, in June, which just means I get to celebrate it twice as much, so I get to be double Pride. Double Pride. Pride. And that's important. It, it is. I mean, you know, if you met me, if you see me, if you look at my social media, like every day is Pride Day for me and every month is Pride Month for me because life's too short to exist in a space where I'm not going to celebrate me and the people around me and everything that they're doing. Um, but Pride Month is important for a lot of different ways. And we've done quite a few episodes over the years on Pride, but I think this Pride is particularly special. We've had some real sad ones like, how do you celebrate Pride at home? Or how do you celebrate Pride with COVID? Um, <laughs> those are the last two years. I mean, it's still it's still that. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. Wear your mask. I'm sitting here. I have my, I have my little pink mask right in front of me today, which I shouldn't put on when I'm speaking into a microphone um, to celebrate. Yeah, so keep yourself safe. Wear a mask. Ha ha. See that joke I made? I think masks are done in the United States. What do you think? People aren't really wearing masks anymore, but um, they are still helpful and they do prevent uh, transmission. Not completely, but they are very helpful. So yeah, I mean, when you're going to... What? What? It's just like, I'm laughing. This is year three our third COVID pride. Just keep yourself safe. Get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Wear a condom. Like, it's just a face condom. And then test before you go to other things. So, like, if you're going to some big pride events, just make sure you test before going home to see your parents or whatever is happening the next weekend. Um, this was not a planned part of the episode, everybody. It just sort of, <laughs> like, uh, materialized. All right. Well, I mean, come on. COVID. COVID. This pandemic COVID. is forever. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stepping out of that closet, right? Because like, like, hopefully someday we'll be able to like look back at COVID and learn some lessons and move forward. Let's talk about Pride, Pride 2022, um, and why it's so important. Um, and when I think about Pride, I think that this year Pride is the most important it's been in probably, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten years. I think that like we are hitting a point where pride is changing because it's a, a call to action for me. Um, but th- but this year pride is special and it's different and we need to celebrate it. We do need to celebrate it. And I think it's important for us to talk about all of the things that are happening, which we touch on some of these in other episodes. But yeah, let's talk about what's happening out in the world right now that makes it extra important for us to celebrate pride. And we know one of those number one things is Andrew's home state. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So uh, Florida is my home state. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you owned that. When I thought you yeah. would fight with me over saying that statement. <laughs> I mean, I'm from North Carolina originally. So like, it's all a wash. Um, there are great things in Florida too, like me. Um, but 
Yeah, Florida. Uh, you've all heard about the Don't Say Gay bill that passed here in Florida. Um, and it's not really Don't Say Gay. It's about parents taking control of students. But at the end of the day, the, the point of the legislation is to harm gay people, to make gay people feel excluded, to remove conversations about gay people in schools, to straightwash history. Because um, lots of gay people riddled all throughout history, but you know we're not allowed to talk about gender or gender identity or sexual orientation. Um, and removing those conversations is really harmful. Um, and I think pride is one of the ways where we can say we're we're going to keep these conversations going because we exist and it puts gay people into a spotlight. But the don't say gay bill that passed in Florida, right, is just a start because that same exact bill has been repackaged, repurposed, and it's being passed in many parts of the country, about half of the states in the in the United States right now are trying to pass it. And unfortunately, the rest of the world is watching. So there are conservative, you know, kleptocracy governments around the whole planet who are saying, oh, well, this is a way that we can A, scapegoat, B, detract from our corruption, and C, hurt gay people, let's do it. So don't say gay started here in Florida, but it's spreading to other places. And you know, some people think like, oh, what's that really going to hurt somebody? Um, like, how is that actually going to hurt somebody? And, you know, if you don't know that things are possible, if you are in a context where you can't see other people like you, then you don't have the ability to fully emerge as your true self. And you don't have these models of people to look up to and to learn from. And I have a um, friend, somebody very close to me who is, I who only dates men and who for most of his life always said that he would settle down with a woman because he wanted to have kids, even though he only liked dating men. And then only very recently, he met a gay couple with kids. And when he met this gay couple with kids, he was like, oh, wait, I could be with a man and have children and I don't have to settle down with a woman. And he had never seen that before. He didn't know anybody like that. So he didn't know that he had that option in his life. And he was living in this way where he felt like resigned to have to settle down in this way that he didn't want to. And it, it was like very shocking to me to hear him say that because I thought to myself, Oh, I know lots of, <laughs> I know lots of gay people with babies, you know? Um, but it really is that representation and you have to have it around you. You have to really see it in action and you have to have these conversations that allow people to understand what's possible and what what is available to them in this world. I mean, we see representation come up all of the time. We talk about like women in STEM. We talk about people of color being visible uh, in communities. And it's the same thing for queer people. Um, but on top of that, on top of representation, right, on top of visibility, like I think about myself, when I was a little gay kid, it would have been great to see a single gay person anywhere who wasn't being called names, right? And that's that's really what this don't say gay bill is, it's like calling negative names, calling people groomers, calling them pedophiles. Um, but having your identity attacked is one of the most damaging things that can happen, especially if you're a kid, right? Like, you know, having a part of you... Um, 
you learn to hate yourself. Uh, and I'm, and that's really what Don't Say Gay is about, like these bills. But that's not where it stops. Like we could talk about Don't Say Gay for hours. And yeah. And I mean, the other thing that it's doing is it's actively encouraging others to bully and to um, like single out people that do identify as that way or come out in that way, right? Like it's actually, I would say it's encouraging violence. Absolutely. Like the purpose of this is to perpetuate bullying, to perpetuate violence, to perpetuate shame and harm and self-hate. And and I mean, I think we're going to see those outcomes really quickly here in Florida. Like uh, we're going to see increased rates of suicide. We're going to see increased rates of STDs. We're going to see increased rates of all of these things. Um, And it will lead to more HIV and STDs because, you know, if you hate yourself, you are less likely to protect yourself. You're going to, instead of being out and proud, you're going to be closeted and, you know, having sex in situations. Um, Oh, yeah. None of this is going to prevent there from being gay people, right? There's still going to be tons of gay people. None of it is going to prevent gay people from having sex. Gay people are going to continue having sex. Uh, All it's going to do is it's going to make people feel really bad in some of those situations, especially younger people. I mean, I just want to like bring it back to like, uh, I mean, we could, I think we're almost like on a tangent here. We could talk about this forever, but I also want to bring it back to, we're talking about why is it so important to celebrate pride? And it's important so that we're actually counteracting this in a way so that it is still very present in the media in social media in conversation in people's lives so like the importance of pride becomes highlighted is during um like when we're having cultural shifts like the happening right now absolutely um because during pride there are rainbows everywhere every little gay kid sees um, you know, if they have access to media, um, that there are other gay people like them, that it that it's not only okay to be gay, that it's celebrated to be gay, that we're moving away from a stance of tolerance to one of acceptance, right? And that's how we defeat it. I mean, people say like, shout gay, that I'm like, no, like, don't say gay, you don't solve it by shouting gay, you solve it by being visible, by taking actions to make sure that the people in your life, even people you've never met before, feel loved and accepted by building acceptance into what goes on, not tolerance, right? Um, But there are a lot of other bills going on as well. Uh, But we'll talk about those when we come back. We have to take a short break. Uh, And and when we return, we're going to keep talking about the importance of pride. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are celebrating pride by talking about sad things. Um, <laughs> no, we are ta- we're, we're talking about pride to counteract the damage of sad things. Um, there are other bills that are being passed. Uh, a lot of them are targeting our trans brothers and sisters, um, saying and like a trans non-binary and trans non-binaries as well. <laughs> um, if you had a sibling who was non-binary what term would you use? Like, you know, we have sister and brother, which are really gendered language. Is there a third gendered term? Oh, like this is just my sibling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have two siblings. Um, Anyway, uh, like there are a bunch of bills out there that are meant to strip the dignity 
of trans people, especially young trans people. People are politicians who are not doctors, who are not psychologists, who are not counselors, who are not therapists, who are not sex doctors like Spring and I are out there writing up these ridiculous bills that get in the way of medical care from between doctors and young people. It's illegal in multiple states now to have affirming care for trans people. And we now have 50 plus years of research that all say that the only kind of care that we should be giving to people who are trans is affirming care. And affirming care means allowing them to transition to a point where they are comfortable, allowing them access to tools and doctors and therapists and medical procedures that help with their dysphoria, helping their biological sex align or helping their gender align with their sex. I mean, it, it's just crazy to me that somebody who has spent zero days of their life <laughs> doing research or medical school or like becoming a psychologist saying like, no, we're, we're not going to allow doctors to give the medically approved kind of care to young people. But, but the same states that are passing Don't Say Gay are passing these really restrictive laws that are going to harm young trans people and older trans people as well, because those bathroom bills that were around four or five years ago that you, you heard me shout about if you were listening <laughs> to our episodes back then, they're all back right now saying, I think it was Oklahoma just passed a, a law saying yeah. like you can only use the bathroom of your sex assigned at birth, which is absurd. It is. And Every time we're celebrating pride, we are celebrating all parts of that rainbow. And we've talked to, on the show before about how many different aspects of sexuality and sexual orientation and gender identity show up and relationship models, like all of these things are part of pride. And so we are talking about LGBTQQIA plus, plus, plus. We are talking about allies. We are talking about all aspects of this. That is what we celebrate during pride. And all of these need more visibility. All of these need more celebration. All of these need more awareness and understanding built around them. And it, it's it's about creating, once again, accepting spaces where people can just be who they are. Um, Pride celebrates straight people too, right? Pride celebrates all of the various people who who are are their best self, their best possible self. Thing that drives me crazy, these trans bills, right? Like straight people also, or cis people also want all of the same procedures that trans people want. Like, you know, you want plucked and you want plumped and you want slimmed and you want all of the same kind of procedures. It's really just barring them from trans people. Like if there's a 16-year-old girl who wants a nose job so she looks more feminine or she wants a boob job so she has larger breasts, I'm not condoning or condemning those behaviors. If you're a cis girl, you're going to be able to get those. But if you're a trans girl, you're not going to be able to have those procedures. So it's these really restrictive laws. And pride helps us address those issues as well, right? Brings things to the forefront and celebrates our trans family, everyone who's out there. Um, I love the new gay flag, by the way. Um, they keep adding more lines. Um, eventually, yeah. there's going to be just like a sliver of rainbow left. And I'm 100% okay with that because the rainbow will still be there. But that rainbow will have accepted and vaulted and supported and loved 
all of these other people as well. That, and that, that's why we celebrate pride, right? It's about lifting up everybody and celebrating. And so we're talking about like these big cultural and political things that make it important to celebrate pride. But there's another aspect of this that I want to talk about as I think really an important reason to celebrate pride. And it's to make yourself feel good, <laughs> like to celebrate yourself, to allow yourself to really feel this excitement around who you are and the ability you have to be yourself in the world or the ability you have to hide what you're not ready to share with the world yet, right? And all of those choices are your own. And whether you are out or whether you are not out in any way, like pride is for you and the more you celebrate, the more you like attend events, whether they're online or whether they're in person, like that energy really supports each and every person that goes to those events. And I think that is such an important reason for us to go to, for us to feel that. I mean, I don't want to say the word pride because it's like, we're using that word so much, <laughs> but like to feel this just like, joy of being yourself, right? Like, and how, yeah. how amazing is that? And how that's like hardly ever encouraged, right? <laughs> it, I mean, it's so lovely to be affirmed. Now, I do want to say, if you are listening and you are not into parades, if you do not like standing in the sun, and if you do not want rainbows, pride is for you as well. There are literally hundreds of thousands of pride events that are happening online and face-to-face. -face. If you like board games, there are pride nights for board games. If you like dance parties, there are pride nights for dance parties. And if you like quiet strolls with wine, you can make all of those your pride night as well. Because pride is not a parade. Pride is a state of mind. And that's what spring was getting to. It's embracing and affirming and living a life where you are full of joy and acceptance, not only for yourself, but for others. Um, and I want to encourage our listeners and everybody else to take pride this year and not just have it be one glittery day with a parade, but make it a life of action where you're going to in your everyday, everyday life, moving through your life, working to build acceptance for everyone around you, right? Like personally, but also build it out and make it a little bit bigger and challenge paces and challenge people and loudly throw those proverbial stones um, you know, Stonewall riot, uh, to address <laughs> those bigger issues that are attacking the rights and the dignity and the identities of LGBTQAI and all of those other beautiful letters that go with it. And if you don't know what um, Andrew was just referencing when he was talking about Stonewall, go back and listen to our episode 32 our first Pride episode where we talk about why do we celebrate Pride and you'll get some more of the history around um, why, we're, why we even started these celebrations in the first place. But whoever you are, Spring and I are celebrating and affirming you this month. Um, and you take a little bit of our affirmations and our joy, even with like this sort of dark shadow hanging over queer identity in the United States today and globally as well. Um, and do something positive with it, right? Like if you can make one person's day just a little bit better, if you can just do one kind thing during Pride Month, not not to a gay person, just to any person, make the world just a little bit warmer, fuzzy, -er, smileier, and then make sure you are throwing those proverbial stones. Don't throw real stones. The sex rap does not condone throwing actual <laughs> rocks. Um, 
Yeah. And I mean, I love this idea of like um, taking this on as like almost, you know, a responsibility. Like it, it is our responsibility to like show up for ourselves and for others. And so like make that part of your job this month in June, like show up for everyone around you, show up for yourself and celebrate yourself and celebrate the people you love and do it actively and, and keep doing it and, and do it online, do it offline, do it wherever you feel safe, do it. If it's only with one person you feel safe doing that with, do it with that person. If you want to send us messages, but you don't feel comfortable sharing things publicly, we will hype you up in our DMS (laughs) privately, um, wherever you can take, take it to the, I was going to say, take it to the streets, but take it to the, wherever you can take it, wherever you feel safe doing that. Can I tell a quick story? (laughs) As if I could say no. (laughs) So I've had this dream for years of going to Disney World with like a stack of gift cards and handing them out to people who I see doing something magical or doing something special or doing something really hard. Um, Like parenting is hard at Disney World. Anyway, um, so for Christmas, uh, my partner got me a stack of $25 Disney gift cards in these cute little envelopes who are like, like uh, that say like, thank you for making the world a little bit more magical. Love the gunkles, uh, gay uncles. And uh, I was at Disney a week ago. You heard me talk a little bit about it last week on the last episode, but I was there and I actually started giving them out uh, and it was really nice. And I know it wasn't June yet because uh, I'm not going to Disney in June because it is too hot. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, that that was like my start of Pride Month was like going around watching people. And if you were doing something really cool, like just like, you know, walk a little creepy, I guess, like some dude walks <laughs> up to you, hands you an envelope, but then you open it up and there's like a really I've nice message. I've been watching you. <laughs> and a little gift card. Um, and it, I mean, it doesn't have to be monetary, but that's what we're talking about. Like increasing the amount of joy in the world is what Pride is. Yeah. And supporting one another. Be, be supportive. Yeah. All right. That was my story. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> well, we hope you all have a safe and very happy Pride. And we would love to share your pictures, your videos of you celebrating Pride wherever you are doing that. Just tag us in them and we will repost them. If you don't want them reposted, don't tag us. <laughs> but you, yeah. you can also send them to us if you just want to share things with us. Um, and yeah, we we are here. We are always celebrating um, and we're celebrating especially hard this month. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, I don't really have anything to add to spring, uh, what she said, Uh, but we are going to be celebrating. We are celebrating with you um, and we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or have any follow up for this episode, you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. You can Send us an email. We're the sex wrap at gmail.com. That's wrap with a W. Um, and you should definitely check out our social media. We're most active on Instagram, but we're also on Twitter and Facebook at the sex wrap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy Pride. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate.
a sonic universe. <laughs>